Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome to the first annual You Made Me Watch Awards. <laughs> Please don't do that voice the whole time. With your presenters, Allison Bobbitt. Mm-hmm. That's me. I'm Allison Bobbitt. And Mike Bobbitt. That's me. I'm Mike Bobbitt. Yeah. Now, please stand for the national anthem. No, don't make people stand. They're at home or they're in their cars and that's dangerous. Or they're on a treadmill and they are standing or they're on an elliptical. Mm -hmm. So we decided in honor of the Oscars. Yeah. We would do an award show of our own. Mm-hmm. The Watchies. The Watchies. <laughs> you made me watch Oscar Watchy. Watchy the, Watchers. The You Made Me Watchies. I don't know. I'm calling them the Watchies. Okay. <laughs> it feels weird, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. We came up with a bunch of categories mm-hmm. and decided that the only rule that we're going to do for these is that we cannot choose anything from our, one of the movies that we chose. Yeah. So, so we're awarding each other's picks or in some cases that you made us watch. Yeah. Nothing that we individually pick. Exactly. The first category, we're going to start off on a positive note. Okay. Is the happiest movie that we watched together. Okay. The one that I'm the happiest that we watched together was Pan's Labyrinth. I really enjoyed this i don't know why it took me so long to watch it um and i think i talked about this when we recorded the episode about it um it really did not bother me that it was subtitled but that may have been why it took so long for me to watch it is it on account of the fact that you know how to read (laughs) oh my god you're such an ass you're not recommending this for people under five (laughs) well i think that this you know visually it's stunning enough that you can kind of understand what's happening without knowing what they're saying certainly helps but um it's also uh very dark so maybe if you're a young child you shouldn't watch it because it's it's along the lines of like a grim fairy tale not like a disney fairy tale so it's you know warts and all kind of thing it's not you know glossed over to, to look pretty even though it is quite beautiful Pan's Labyrinth was definitely one that I really wanted you to see for years and years and years now because Mm -hmm. I was pretty sure that you were going to like it. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you ended up liking it. I did. My uh, pick for the happiest 
uh, experience watching a movie with you is uh, not an older movie like Pan's Labyrinth, but a newer movie that you probably discovered shortly before we watched it together. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it honestly was barely a blip on my radar, and that is Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, really? Which, yeah, it turned out to be an absolutely amazing movie. It is, isn't it? So many great, like... So many amazing actors. And subplots, like well-written characters, mm-hmm. that it it just felt like a real world. Yeah, man, what a phenomenal movie. Yeah. It was really good. I'm so glad that you liked it. Yeah. Yay. So our next category is uh, movie most in need of a remake. Mm -hmm. In other words, there was a good movie in there somewhere, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't this one. Yeah. (laughs) So what's your pick for this category? Mine is The Legend of Billie Jean. Okay. I I didn't like it, but I think... It has a good message, and ultimately, like, I think if it was redone and reworked a little bit, it could still carry this really wonderful message. It just, it felt so corny to me. It was too many just ridiculous things happened. Like, they're driving around Corpus Christi in a super recognizable car, like, hiding out. I'm like, this, this is not does not make sense to me <laughs> like how they are not tracked down at this point and so. you got mad too that it missed the mark on like a super on the nose feminist movie yeah like the sweetest thing oh my <clears throat> god you're such a butthole <laughs> no i just i thought it had a really good message i just didn't like the execution so okay, that's fair. I, I think that if it if it was remade and kind of redone a little bit it would be a great movie Okay. My pick for the movie Most in Need of a Remake is The Baby. And it was one of those things that we said during that episode, too, where, man, this basic idea in the Mm -hmm. hands of someone like Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think The Baby. It's it's crazy. There's kind of a twist at the end. Well, I never heard of it at all. I hadn't either. But I was going to say it was, you know, a really unknown movie, but three people, three of our friends. Yeah, like knew it. about it. So yeah, it's kind so. of, I guess it's probably got like a nice cult following. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think it, if it's just kind of reworked and <laughs> some of the problems are assessed, <laughs> it could probably be a pretty good movie. Now, I think that was a nice tiptoe into or a segue tiptoe <laughs> tiptoe segue tiptoe segue into the next section which is when we get nasty we get so nasty um so let's get negative and do worst actress first worst actress what is your worst actress watchy go to it is francesca hayward who plays victoria in the movie cats I, I can't defend that at all. She's the white savior cat, even though she's not played by a, not white, actress. a white actress, but whatever. I digress. I don't think it was necessarily her fault. They didn't give her a lot to work with. They really just had her kind of like any serious scene. They just kind of had her look doe eyed into the camera. She's in the like almost every scene and did nothing for me. <laughs> just. I'm sorry, Francesca Hayward. I hope that 
you were given a proper platform to showcase your talent, but this was not it. It was bad. My watchy for worst actress goes to someone who I'm not going to apologize to because they have been really good in other things. Mm -hmm. Just not this thing. (laughs) Oh, no. Cameron Diaz. (laughs) (laughs) In the sweetest thing. Yep. Is it 90% because of the... The clips of her in the credits wasting everyone's time. No, that was beyond the cherry on top. (laughs) That was the cherry stem. Like, that part's not even needed. Yeah. (laughs) If you eat the stem, too, then it... it, I know. I know. I know. I know about all your feelings. Who does your worst actor watchy go to? My worst actor watchy goes to... I kind of have a tie. Is that okay or should I not do that? You know what? I'll tell you who the runner-up is. Runner-up was James Corden for Cats <laughs> as Bustopher Jones. The reason he's not the worst is because there were still entertaining moments of his, but he was mostly just rolling around being fat in a garbage can. But the worst actor goes to Jason Derulo <laughs> in Cats <laughs> as Rum Tum Tugger, who literally just dances around and sings and it was so boring i hated his musical act even though you said it was probably one of the best like rendered and animated i was like this is stupid and i hate it why is he wearing gold chains and a fur coat he's already a cat i'm noticing a trend in your worst (laughs) (laughs) do you think i'm wrong oh no okay no i'm only feeling sort of okay that we even watch cats because of the miscommunication. So. Yes. All right. So sorry, it's Jason not, Derulo. Stick. It's not like I liked that movie either. I know. Yeah. It's okay. My worst actor. <laughs> oh, God. I'm ready. He shares the name of one of my very good friends. Oh, no. The only difference is my friend is actually funny. <laughs> Rob Schneider. <laughs> For the hot chick. Rob Schneider for the hot chick. Yeah. Fuck you, Rob Schneider. Sorry, Rob Schneider. It was, you did a bad job. Okay, drum roll for your worst picture. This should come as no surprise. My worst picture was Cats. <laughs> it was, how did I guess that? Because it's the worst movie we've ever seen, I think. Do you want to guess my worst picture, Watchy? Is it the sweetest thing? You nailed it. I knew it. I'm sorry. I'm kind of sorry. I still like that movie. It was really close between that and The Hot Chick. Was it really? Yeah, but then oh, I was yeah. like, nah, The Hot Chick had Anna Ferris, mm-hmm. who uh, you've convinced me did the best with what she had. Yeah. I uh, don't think she had a lot to work with, but she did the best that she could. And the sweetest thing, I, I can't find one positive <laughs> thing about that. Okay. Okay, right. uh, well, now let's get let's get positive, girl. Okay. Okay, I don't know what voice that was. I don't either, but <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll let you do it. Besides vaguely offensive, mm-hmm. I have no idea what it, that was. I don't either. So biggest pleasant surprise, mm-hmm. and I guess we're kind of defining this as not our favorite movie, but the one that we were not really expecting much. Yeah. We really didn't expect much. We kind of had no expectations for and ended up being really happy that we watched it. I (laughs) 
changed my answer since you and I first talked about doing this show. Okay. So I have a feeling you and I have the exact same biggest pleasant surprise. Yeah. How about we count down and say it together? Okay. We'll uh, count backwards from three. Okay. So three, three. watchy, watchy, watchy. Oh, my watchy. God. Please don't do this. Two watchy. Okay. Three, three two, two, one. one cook, cook off. off. Yay! Yay! Yeah, this was um it was a really fun movie to watch. It's honestly the fact that it's been shelved for 10 years really surprises me because it was so good. But yeah, I mean if you have the opportunity to watch it, you absolutely should and you too can be pleasantly surprised with how lovely it is. I was surprised by this for um three reasons. One, uh who it was recommended by. It was recommended by our friend Sam, who was yes. the bartender at Lansing Connections. Yes. And now lives out here. So once yeah. everyone's vaccinated, I'd like to hang out with him. That would be great. Uh, it also surprised me that I never heard anything about this movie. In my I know. Life. Me neither. I, I had not heard anything about it. And then my third is that, I love this movie. I'm like, wow, this is a classic. It's that great. No one's ever heard of before. Exactly. Like we should probably find a way to own it because it's yeah. really good. Because I would also like to watch like if they have any bonus features or deleted scenes or anything. That would be really fun yeah. to watch all that. I feel like I'm in the know. Like I know the cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm at a Green Day concert and I'm wearing a Peter and the Test Tube Babies t-shirt. Oh. Okay. That's weird, but okay. Your best supporting actress, Watchy, goes to... So I had a little bit of trouble deciding on this, but I ended up going with Maribel Verdu from Pan's Labyrinth, who plays um, Mercedes. It was between her, Tessa Thompson, and Annihilation, but I went with Maribel because she has such a meaty role. She has to... She's such a badass in it. Like, I mean, she's basically the hero of the movie. You know, she's the one who's the double agent, who's kind of, you know, like stealing supplies from the Spanish soldiers and um, helping the guerrillas lead the resistance. I mean, and she does it so amazingly well. And she's so <sighs> the scene where she has to, like, stab the captain in the face. It's. Oh, God, it's so amazing. She was so good. And I just I I just thought she was fantastic. So her Maribel Verdu from Pan's Lambert. You're probably the first person to ever say stabbed him in the face while having a, a tone of your voice that was like <laughs> so <wistful>, joyful, <laughs> joyful on the edge of tears. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> I love you, spooky girl. Oh, thank you. <laughs> My best supporting actress, Watchy, goes to Eartha Kitt for <gasps> Emperor's New Groove. Yay! Man, Eartha Kitt, like... She crushes it. Yeah, knowing how physical she was as mm -hmm. Catwoman, like, I couldn't help but to imagine her in the sound booth mm -hmm. and in that documentary and it up watching mm -hmm. about Emperor's New Groove, seeing I was like, oh yeah, she's delivering all of these lines with her entire body. Yeah. Hell yeah, Eartha Kit. Uh, yes. Yes. Yay, Eartha Kit. Who does your best supporting actor watchy go to? 
I went with John Mahoney from Say Anything. He plays the dad um, in the movie. He, I think he's so good, you know, playing actually a pretty complicated role where he's a loving father, but also he's doing shady things with his business where he's ripping off, you know, the people who he owns a nursing home or a retirement community or whatever you want to call it, you know, and he's ripping people off and, you know, using it to fund his lifestyle, but he's this devoted father also. And it's, it's very complex and he does it in a way that is so believable and, yeah, that role played by anyone else. I I can't imagine anyone that would have done it so well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was fantastic. There's such a warmth within him. Yeah, that even when you see him at his worst, Mm -hmm. worst, you just feel that warmth. Yeah, yeah. Even when he's admitting that he's done something wrong, there's this desperation in his face where he's like, "I did it because I thought I could help you." Oh, it makes me so happy that these movies that resonated so much with me have hit you in the same way. Yay. Yeah. My best supporting actor, Watchy, this is one of those movies I was very well aware of, but mm-hmm. for whatever. Well, I talked about it in that episode. I steered clear of. I, so I'm really glad that. You suggested this. It's uh, Jack Warden in While You Were Sleeping. Yay! Yeah, he plays um, Saul, correct? Yeah, he plays the godfather. The neighbor, yeah. yeah. Just the fact that, you know, it's another one of those things of balancing two beats at the same time, like mm-hmm. John Mahoney did. Yeah. Jack Warden manages to be the most slapsticky part of this romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, the way he will goofy, goofily exit a scene or whatever. Yeah. But within that, there's so much heart. Mm-hmm. Like, what a masterful comedic performance. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's another one of those that could look really cartoony. Mm-hmm. But he, like, kind of pulled it in. Yep. And was very meticulous about how he deliver his lines and how he performed it and it just it really paid off yep so what about your best actress watchy my best actress watchy goes to avana Baquero from pan's labyrinth she plays the girl the little girl whose name is what is her name i want to say ophelia ophelia yes that's it um she plays ophelia and she's so incredibly impressive in a role that is again very complicated and she's a child like yeah to be someone who's dealing with losing her father having a terrifying stepfather a mother who's ill and getting lost in a fantasy world where she thinks that she you know needs to complete you know a certain amount of tasks in order to return to be princess of the underworld there's so much that she has to do and deliver in this role and she just was so amazing she was so wonderful and yeah i'm i'm glad she's still acting um i'm i'm excited to see what the future holds for her because she's she's gonna do some great stuff yeah Mm -hmm. 
for me, best actress is someone who I, I think it really helped that we watched her on Shit's Creek mm-hmm. because it really showed me how amazing of a chameleon Catherine O'Hara is yeah. in Home Alone. Mm-hmm. She is. She's, She's so good. She's so incredibly talented. Um, I'm excited that she's been receiving a lot of like critical acclaim lately. And as award season has come and gone, you know, she's picked up a hefty stack of awards, recognizing how great she is. And I think it's all long overdue. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's good to look back and see that it was always there. I've always known her is doing more like zanier stuff mm-hmm. going, you know, even back to SCTV. But to see her in this like really suburban, just, mm-hmm. hey, this is uh, an upper class mom, mm-hmm. suburban mom. Yeah. 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 She can do anything. Mm-hmm. So uh, who does your best watchy for an actor and a lead role go to? So. Even though the movie is very much an ensemble and he's not necessarily the lead because his performance is basically just him when he's on screen. Uh, I went with Daniel Roebuck for River's Edge. Yay! Because, um, you know, he's he's the killer. Spoiler alert, you guys know from the opening scene, so don't worry about it. But yeah, he has to basically go toe-to-toe with is it um dennis hopper dennis hopper and he is bringing his a game he's absolutely crushing it he has to be someone who has nothing to lose nothing to lose and is just kind of spiraling the entire from the second he steps on screen to the end he does such an amazing job he's so talented and i know he's Considered mainly a character actor, but he is truly so talented, and I obviously appreciate his body of work, but he's fantastic in this. Not that it really matters for their work, but what an awesome human being, too. Yeah. And what an amazing career that he's pretty much gotten to do everything that he's wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Daniel Roebuck met Andy Griffith. Became friends. Yeah, with ended his up working idol. together. Yeah. He's always been a horror movie kid, mm-hmm. and now he gets to be in Rob Zombie horror movies. Yeah, like, which I think is great. Yeah. I mean, positive guy, positive things coming his way. It makes me very happy. Yeah. He's fantastic. My best watchy for actor in a lead role could go to either of the like this they're both co-leads. That would be Nick Cage and John Cusack in The Frozen Ground. I could argue myself either way on this. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm leaning John Cusack. Yeah. Because. Because it's so out of type for him. Yeah. And, and he was so terrifying. I'm a big John Cusack fan, but I always kind of feel like he's playing John Cusack. Mm-hmm. This is the first thing I've seen him in where I'm like, no, he's disappeared completely into that role. Yeah. And Nick Cage is great, too, where he's just being really grounded. Yeah. But I get what you're saying where you're like, it's so against type for John Cusack where you're just like, gosh, it's you don't see him anymore. You just see this evil villain. Yeah. Yeah. Evil dude. Yeah. So for 
Best Picture watchy. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first or second? Do you want to? I'll go first. Okay. So my best picture out of the movies that you have selected, I picked Annihilation. Awesome. It was probably one of our more serious episodes when, yeah. <laughs> when we discussed it, but it was truly stunning. Um, the CG and the effects in it were seamless, seamless and phenomenal in the acting. It was an ensemble and everyone in it was so amazing. The story was, I felt like it was original and I'm so glad that we watched it. It was so good. I still probably think about it at least once a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Like the bear scene. Oh my God. That CG bear. And what happens in that scene is, oh, it's amazing. It's it's amazing. Everyone should see it if you haven't already. See Annihilation. Stunning. Like you said, the bear was replaced by um, a CG bear. Mm -hmm. But right now, the VFX mutant bear that they used, Mm -hmm. like in place, and they just digitally took it out. Yeah. So it's basically a... (laughs) The creepy ass bear head Ew. on kind of a foam yeah, suit yeah. body. And um, it is up for auction right now. For how much? Well, it a was lot. $80. Mm-hmm. Well, it was at $70, but to bid in, you had a bid 80 Now you can get it for 500 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's going to go up. Yeah. Ugh. Where would we put it? I don't know. I don't know either. It's also kind of scary, and I don't want to scare our son. <laughs> I can cash in all of my stocks. Okay. And uh, put the house up. No, thank you. It's collateral. No, thank you. Get out alone. No, it's okay. We can just watch the movie. Okay. Again. <laughs> it sounds good. Okay. I'm sure Sideshow Collectibles will eventually make a statue or a maquette of it, so. Probably. Okay. All right. My best picture watchy goes to something that's incredibly obvious. If I didn't pick this, then I don't think people that actually know a lot about movies like Johnny Mockney Mm -hmm. would ever talk to me again. (laughs) Of course, it's the Maltese Falcon. Yay! That was a really good one. And I'm so glad that you liked that one so much. Sometimes with older movies, I think that they get overhyped sometimes. Well, not overhyped, but I think because film itself has changed so much and like the way that it's shot, the way that it's paced, because it's evolved so much, sometimes older movies get held to a standard that isn't necessarily fair. (laughs) But I'm so glad that you were able to like look at it through a lens that represented all that was film in what was it? The forties. Yeah. And we're able to really take in what a masterpiece it is. And, and I'm just so glad that you liked it. Absolutely. Yay. Well, that was our first award show. Yeah. If there was ever a time to leave a comment, mm-hmm. 
it would be, it would be now. now. So yeah. leave a comment on our Facebook group and yeah, let, let us, us know. know what you thought of our award picks or what what you would have picked. Yeah. Because I'd like to hear that too. What you guys think and you know what you might have picked for best and worst and all that fun stuff. I also really just want Joe Apel to <laughs> tell me how much it touched him that I picked something from an animated movie. Aww. Did you see that Joe commented um, on one of the episodes? He was like, did he, did Mike, yes. did Mike say Will Ferrell? I'm like, <laughs> yes. yes. I, I think you were joking. <laughs> I was. Because <laughs> I don't know if any other couples do this, but we like to just mispronounce shit at each other well like i say theater it's kind of like classic television character archie fonzatelli oh my god would say i just brought this back up so this is a thing that mike and his brother like to do to me and my sister-in-law danny (laughs) and we both like when they get started danny and i will look at each other and just be like oh my god we gotta get out of here this is awful. You think there isn't one guy out there with one friend in the world that doesn't have a variation of this exact same bit? I mean, you're probably right, but I have only experienced it with you, so here we are. <laughs> Maybe it's because it's something my brother and I bonded over. Like uh, we're yeah. a regular uh, oh, Turner and Hutch. Oh my god. I'm I'm so... <laughs> I have a headache. (laughs) Yeah, this was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Yes. Yes. And more than once, I went, oh, she picked one of mine in my head. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's the promise. Oh, my God. You're so, you are so precious to me. I want you to know that. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.